Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Year I Made It podcast. My name is Madison, and I am going to be talking to you guys today about growth. And whenever I'm talking about growth, I'm not talking about getting your nails and hair done and getting some facials and doing a little spa treatment kind of growth. I am talking about going through life traumas, life changes, addiction, mental health challenges, I'm talking about divorce, losing friends, uh, having to start a whole new life, and then how you can actually use those things to become the soft potato rather than the hardened egg. And that's a saying I'm going to talk a little bit more about later on. So what I wanted to talk to you guys about today is a little bit about the past two years of my life, some of the highlights of um, how challenging that journey's been, and some of the ways that I've been able to actually grow rather than to harden or have a more negative mindset. And it's certainly not been easy, and it's certainly still a work in progress, but I just wanted to share with you guys a little bit about what that's been like. And so for me, just a quick recap. In the past about two years, I I went through a period where whenever there was a big COVID spike, my whole family got COVID, and my dad ended up passing away from COVID. And then the company that I was working for got sold, So I ended up having to change jobs, and then I went through a pretty messy divorce about the time that that was going on, and then during that time, I also ended up with some just losses of friendships, losses of different relationships in my life that were very important to me, and really just kind of a a downward spiral of like mental health challenges of depression and anxiety and drinking and really just trying to find different ways to cope with the challenges of life. And then um, over the past year or so, I've really been working on trying to change my mindset to man. Things turned out so shitty to like, okay, things turned out maybe a little bit different than what I had thought, but how do I make the best of this? And then how do I decide like this is my fucking life and I can make it whatever I want, no matter what's happened, no matter what my past looks like. No matter what I've been through, no matter how much pain I've been in, no matter how many antidepressants I've been on, (laughs) whatever that looks like for you. So that's really why I wanted to share this um, with you guys is also just to provide a little bit of hope that you can always go through traumatic things and say, hey, this sucked, but this doesn't define me. This isn't me. And I'm not going to let this overtake my life. So for me, I wanted to start by talking about uh, what it is like to go through just um, traumatic events and then be able to use those to go from traumatic events to traumatic growth. And so whenever we think of trauma, um, I think a lot of times we think of like coming back from the war or different things like that. And those things are absolutely trauma. And there's also a lot of other things that um, can cause trauma kind of in in normal day-to-day life, things like death and grief and loss and divorce and challenges with mental health and financial burdens and loss of friends and loss of family and uh, loss of pets even, really whatever that looks like. And so those things can sometimes just send you into just such a big downward spiral that you don't know how to how to just come back up from it. So I wanted to talk a little bit about being able to identify what some of those things are that could be causing you to just kind of go down this spiral. If you're like, oh, I'm not really sure um, I fortunately, unfortunately, have been down it a lot of times, so I can describe it for you guys pretty good. So this is going to be 
generally a feeling of like numbness of almost like disassociating avoiding different people or thoughts or places almost like re-experiencing traumatic things or maybe having nightmares about traumatic things and this can come from all sorts of different things this can come from disasters this can come from accidents this can come from sexual assault from bullying from wars from domestic or family abuse any of these things can cause you to just go into a, a really solid downward spiral and whenever I was in this um, at the beginning they diagnosed me with acute stress disorder which generally happens whenever you go through a period of so much change or so much trauma that you're in my case it was kind of like almost like I couldn't real like I, I didn't realize that all the things that were happening were my life it was almost like so many bad things happened so quickly that as I was like recalling or realizing that some of these things had happened it was almost like I was looking back on my life as if it was a movie that I was watching and I had to like remind myself like it's not a movie it's my life and these are real things that happened and how are we gonna you know move past them and how are we gonna move, move forward and what's that gonna look like and uh, so during that time period I was faced with a lot of times where it would have been so much easier just to quit to give up to uh, not build a better life for myself to not go to therapy to not go to the right psychiatrist, to not get on 74 antidepressants until I finally found the right one. It would have been so easy to, to give up, but also giving up is so much harder than keeping going because giving up, you're just living in hell. And why would you want to stay there? Why would you want to keep going? So that is my little tidbit of advice that I saw that I think is a quote on Pinterest is like, if you're going through hell, keep going. You don't want to stay stuck there. You don't, just don't want to surrender when you're there. You want to say, I'm stronger than this. I'm tougher than this. I'm going to get through this, even though it's really fucking hard. And even though maybe I really don't want to do this, it's, it's what I'm going to do anyways. And so during those times, one of the biggest things that really determines whether or not you're able to get to the other side, if you almost want to call it that, is your support. And when I say support, I don't mean if you have a supportive and loving family environment and world's greatest spouse and uh, three kids in a white picket fence life like they do in the movies. I mean, if you're going to AA, if that's where you need to be. If you have a therapist, if that's what you need. If you have a psychiatrist, if that's what you need. If you have uh, your own makeshift family that maybe part of them are blood, part of them are people that you've met over the years. Maybe you just have a close group of friends. It doesn't matter what that is. But you need some level of support when you're going through these things in order to really come out the other side in a growth phase rather than um, continuing the downward spiral. And so for me, what that's looked like is I have always been going to therapy. So I've been going to therapy for a long time, but I only recently discovered therapy that actually worked for me. And so I recently started going to cognitive behavioral therapy, and it's really focused on the here and now. It's focused on why do you think the way you're thinking. It's focused on are you even worried about things that are within your control. It's focused on negative thinking spirals, how to stop them. It's focused on all sorts of things that pertain to people who have struggled with anxiety, depression, life changes, grief, loss, anything that falls into kind of those buckets, cognitive behavioral therapy helps a lot with. So I personally have been doing that and I also have been taking medication. And so for me, mental health medication, I've taken quite a few over the years. I currently have switched from Lexapro that I've been taking for a little over two years to Pristique. Those are both like antidepressant, anti-anxiety medications. 
And those are both in the SSRI class because I personally am somebody who has a addictive personality. I recently quit drinking about four or five months ago. I still want to drink. Like I haven't touched on that episode. I mean, on that in this episode, but I also in that time period went through a spiral where I was drinking and smoking every day for about two years. And then I decided I was going to quit drinking, had really bad withdrawals, went through like a really difficult time trying to quit drinking. And now it's been about four or five months. And let me tell you guys, I still think about drinking. Literally yesterday, I was thinking about drinking. This morning, I was on a ski slope thinking about how I would love to have a glass of champagne, like specifically me on a ski slope, on a ski, <laughs> on a ski slope lift at 9.01 a.m. Like, man, I wish I had a fucking champagne. And I was like, Madison, we don't drink anymore. So also I wanted to like shed a little bit of light on that because I'm talking about all these, you know, things in progress and all, all these things that I've, you know, been trying to work on, but I'm still struggling with them and it still takes a lot of work. And anytime you're going on a journey of just struggling and learning and being more in tune with yourself and just treating yourself better and getting yourself back on track, there's a, always a really, really hard adjustment period. And so I've definitely been in that period and probably still in that period quite a bit. And so as you're going from really just kind of coming off the end of whatever sort of trauma challenges, uh, terrible life events, fucking shitty hand of life cards you've been dealt, whatever it is, when you're coming off that, most importantly, make sure you find the help you need. If there's no shame in getting a psychiatrist, there's no shame in getting medication, there's no shame in going to therapy, going to AA, going to Al-Anon, whatever it is that you need to go to and whatever it is you need to do to get yourself back on track and uh, whatever that looks like for you. Oh, also one thing I wanted to tell you guys is I recently went to a AA meeting and you guys can actually do them completely like anonymous. You can literally join a Zoom call that you don't have to show your face on or literally talk and you can literally basically like be in the room with the AA meeting and just basically be like watching to like see what happens and like learning and like listening and hearing people's stories and not even having to contribute which I didn't know because my therapist was like, you should go to an Al-Anon or an AA meeting. And I was like, mm, don't think so. Pretty bad social anxiety. Doesn't sound like a good time. So uh, that was my little compromise as I joined like a little Zoom meeting. And I actually liked it. So I'm going to do another one. I'll let you guys know how that goes. But I definitely think that's a piece is having the right people around you, regardless of what that looks like through whatever groups that is. I personally have a really good therapist, a really good psychiatrist. I have a few really good relationships in my life. And then I have a lot of good habits that I've developed for myself and a lot of things that I'm working on with my mindset. Because I think a lot of times when you go through trauma, your mindset is just affected so much that you just have to spend so much time rebuilding your mindset and just coming back to terms with what is a positive mindset. How do I get one? How do I build one? For me, that's been a lot through faith. I think that um, uh, whenever you go through these traumatic times, I think that if you have some sort of faith, some sort of level of, uh, even if it's just that you know that the universe is guiding you, you know that everything is just working out somehow how it's supposed to be, even if it doesn't make any fucking sense. And uh, that everything is just how it's supposed to be because there's a greater power, a greater purpose that's working to just put everything together for your good, even if it doesn't make any fucking sense. And, uh, ooh, just another little sidebar on that. I love this quote that is, life can only be understood backwards. And I think that is so fucking true. Like every traumatic life event that I have ever been through, looking back, I can understand why it happened the way that it did. 
But at the time, I was like, what the fuck is going on? So that is like a little tidbit that I personally learned there. So I want to talk about um, just kind of the mindset shift going from kind of trauma to growth. And so there is this uh, thing that I love that is this saying that talks about how um, whenever you go through trauma, you can either become an egg or a potato. And so uh, in boiling water, an egg hardens and a potato softens. And so you can either use your experience to harden you and make you just kind of hate everybody and hate the world around you, or you can use it to soften you and use it to uh, teach you and um, allow you to learn empathy and allow you to just be a better person. And it's really, really hard to be the potato, but I've been trying to be the potato, you guys. And uh, it's really hard that whenever you go through a lot of things to not just be very callous to the world and just be like, oh my gosh, all people suck. I don't want anything to do with any of them, but that's no way to live life. That's no way to kind of go through life. So that's one thing that I strive to do is to always be the potato. And I think a lot of times... uh, for me, one thing that I always remember is that I will probably never go through a period of so many just disastrous life-changing events in such a small period of time like I have been over the past two years. And so if I can survive that, like I can fucking survive anything because there's no way that it could get worse than that. And so that's kind of also my mindset as well is like, girl, you've already done it. Like you've already done the hard thing. You already survived the hard thing. You already like you did it. Like you're here. Like you didn't die. Nothing. I mean, it was, it was fucking tough, but like you made it. And so that's also one thing that I remind myself is like, you can do hard things. You have done hard things and you'll continue to do hard things. And the hard things will get easier the more hard things you do. I also read this quote on Pinterest again, big Pinterest girly that said the quality of your life is dependent on the number of uncomfortable conversations that you're willing to have. And I agree with this so much. This is something that has been a big piece of my growth phase is learning to have uncomfortable conversations. Whenever I was younger and even still now, I hated having uncomfortable conversations because I thought uncomfortable conversations meant uh, just bad things. I didn't realize uncomfortable conversations could mean growth, could mean figuring things out, could mean better, productive, more healthy relationships could mean all of those things. I had no idea. And so once I realized that, I was like, oh, shit, this is like a really cool, a really cool piece of growth. So so that's another tip that I have is you're avoiding uncomfortable conversations. I get it. We all do it. Put it in your calendar. That's literally what I do. Like if I have to have an uncomfortable conversation, I will put it on my planner, like have this conversation on this day. So that way, like, I can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like put a date on it, do it, commit to do the hard thing. So I think that going through a period of reflection really helps you to go from um, trauma to growth. And so I think during this period of reflection, it can literally be evaluating everything in your life. It can be like, man, I got myself here by making a lot of bad decisions and allowing a lot of people to stay in my life that didn't deserve to stay. And now here I am and uh, here I am and where that is isn't great. But it's not where I want to stay. So what am I going to do to make this different? And what do I want my life to be? And then how do I literally go about creating that and building that into my everyday routine, my everyday life? And that sounds crazy and hard and difficult. And it is, but I promise you can do it. Um, Because if I can do it after um, all the challenges I've been through in the past two years, I'm confident that being able to go through trauma can be used to make you stronger and can be used to make you grow as a person. 
So I wanted to close on a little therapy plug, which is, um, I think a lot of times that people are ashamed to go to therapy to talk about needing therapy, to talk about needing medication. And so I just wanted to remind you that it's okay to need therapy, to go to therapy, to get therapy, to go to a psychiatrist, to go to 17 psychiatrists before you find the right one that will give you the right meds that get you the right help and the right relief that you need. But I promise when you find it, you'll feel so good and it will be worth it. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of Mental Health Mondays, talking about growth. And I hope you guys are going to go kick some ass and take care of the world today. So happy healing, babes.